What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? And it's time for the Sit and Run Podcast. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? Michael Caceres coming to you on the Sit and Run Podcast. And today, another, yet another guest coming on, coming on the show today. We got my man, up-and-coming businessman in the sports world, in the music world, and honestly, man, one of my fucking great friends. I say that about everybody, but God damn it, I fucking love my man Anderson Howard. What's up, buddy? Hello, hello. How are we today? We're doing good, man. Thank you so much for coming to the crib, dude. You are my first one back at the fucking Rampart Studios. I'm loving the vibes. Loving the vibes. Yeah, man. That dude, I'm telling you, man, you should be feeling a little bit New York here. You know, you kind of do. You come- 90s, 90s New York apartment, Harlem vibes. Brooklyn vibes. Yep, 100%. Studio apartment, I'm talking wood floors, I'm talking a super small bathroom, and I'm talking even a smaller fucking kitchen, bro. tile, you got the (laughs) the black and white tile. I got the black and white tile, dude, when this building was built in 19-fucking-46. I like it. Right after we defeated fucking Hitler. You believe? (laughs) Right after we defeated him. Good times, good times. Yeah, man, it's the best, man. Dude, I remember that. I I drank with the homies after that. Yeah, me too, man. Um, you know, back in the day, that was when it was actually uh, Buffalo Trace. You know, because ah. uh, yeah, because Buffalo Trace actually stayed on during uh, during Prohibition and actually survived during World War II. So it was right around um, September eighth, nineteen forty seven. I actually had some Buffalo Trace right after the Hitler kill. It was Ooh. the best. Yeah, and then unfortunately, um, that that lifetime was over, and then. You know, my mom and my dad, you know, kind of got their thing on right around that 1994 area. And then I was born again. It was fucking. I love it. It, it was crazy. It was, I love it. What, what were you in your in your in your uh, lifetime? Because I was around 30 back in 1947. So I was in my sexual prime. I was around 28 when Hitler died. Um, and then I actually made it all the way to want to say 1988. It was game one of the Dodgers World Series. And uh, that night that Kurt Gibson hit his walk off home run in the ninth inning, I actually had a heart attack because I really? was because I was so happy that because uh, <laughs> I was so because I was so happy that uh, that we won. So I missed the championship, but goddamn that Kurt Gibson walk off man had a heart attack that night. Well, you got to experience it in this life, so I'm happy for you. <laughs> Last did. year was was a movie for sure. Yeah, bro, it was it was fucking insane, man. I know your past your past. Uh, your past self was just absolutely yelling and screaming. You're, luckily, you were younger this time, so you didn't have a heart attack this time. But yeah, yeah, definitely. I was definitely a lot, um, a lot younger, and I actually was getting fucking hammered with my pops. And this is when I was drinking Bud Light, my favorite beer of all time. Which I know you hate me for that, but was 100% hammered off of Bud Light, and uh, yeah, so emotional, emotional 2020 for sure. Um, dude, anyways, let's get the fuck off of my, uh, past lifetime subject and let's, let's talk about you, dude, for a second. What's up, man? Uh, actually you were talking about enjoying this, uh, beautiful studio apartment. I was just walking around the area, just realizing I was back in LA. I was, uh, with some great people yesterday. You might, you guys might know him. Goes by the name of Jared Flores. Great guy. Amazing Uh, guy. I spent some time with him yesterday in downtown LA as my first foray back into the city, especially since things have been open. I mean, you know, when you're listening to this. Uh, things are open in LA. So yeah, that man. was something that was new for me. I went to the gym for the first time last week. Like it was amazing. I've yeah. been to the gym a couple times, like back on the East coast since, uh, you know, the whole pandemic started and all that stuff. But this is my first time back at the gym in LA. That was really cool. Um, and yeah, just walking around, looking outside, just enjoying things. I was, uh, out on the East coast the last few weeks at the masters. For those of you who are into golf, um, it's, I'm going to say probably the 
most prestigious tournament in the world. Um, my mates over in England will probably be upset at me because <laughs> the Open, and no, not the U.S. Open, but the Open is, yeah. you know, probably <laughs> more prestigious than the Masters in different ways, though. I mean, you know, Masters is at Augusta National Golf Club every single year. Uh, it's a tradition. You have the members there in their green jackets. It's just so much drip. I can sh- I mean, I got a lot of drip, but I don't know. Green jacket is different. You see somebody walking around with a green jacket. It's like, hello, sir. How are you? Hello, ma'am. How are you? Yeah. Um, There's a lot, a lot of respect down there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of respect. But, uh, you know, we're back here now. Uh, loving the city. Every time I come back, every time I get into that on, on that flight and just see the beautiful lights as I'm landing into LAX, I'm like, you know what? This is home. This is where I'm supposed to be. I like it. Yeah. That's man. saying a lot for a New Yorker, too. So, yeah, New York, absolutely. New York is always my home, but LA is nice. Dude, I, I gotta ask you about the about the Chinese food down there in New York, man. <laughs> I I uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie, my man. I went to when I when I was 16. I remember I went down to uh, to Times Square, whatever the hell it's called. Is that what it's called? Times Square, yes. Yeah, Times Square. I'm guessing. I'm I'm, I'm assuming. I went down. The uh, ball and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went I went there when I was 16, and I saw four Broadway shows with my high school theater class, and uh, definitely one of the greatest times of my life. Walking down. You know, it was eight degrees, man. You know, I'm still when I was 16, I was all super fitted with my blazers and my fucking New York trench coat and all this stuff. But I never got, and this is one of the, I got a cannoli. Cannoli, that was great. It was delicious. But I never got fucking Chinese food out there. Uh, that's a big mistake, man. <laughs> dude. Shout, out, shout out Peter's Kitchen in Queens. That's the spot. Really, I grew, up, I grew up off of Peter's Kitchen. Next time you go to New York, it's in Queens, New York, my hometown, Fresh Meadows, probably like... Ten minutes away from my childhood home, but what? Uh, but dude, what? But what? It, what is it? Because okay, when you co- when you come to LA, you get the you get this Chinese food. Well, it's uh, I'm not a big fan of it. Like you, re- you really have to get out of LA County, um, you know, to really get some solid Chinese food down here. But when you come down here, I feel like it's all it's warm. So by the time you put it in your mouth and eat it, it's like starting to get a little bit more on the cold side. So like, what what is what's the difference? Like you know, from New York and here. You know, that's a really good question. I'm going to say it's probably a little bit more authentic in New York. I'd say a lot of uh, families who, you know, do come over from various parts of China uh, to New York originally, um, kind of like, you know, they started a lot of the businesses or like yeah. the restaurants that are in New York. So it kind of comes from, from it's, it's more established within the family. Um so, whereas here, I feel like it's just kind of like up and coming restaurants that haven't necessarily been around for a long time. And when I say that, I mean like you could have places that have been around for like 15 years, but that's not technically a long time. Yeah. Um, whereas down there, it's like that they've been around yeah. for years. Yeah, years, years and years. 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 Yeah. And, and, um, and, and they don't change anything. They don't it's change just, anything. Yeah. It's just the same. And, and there are, you know, obviously like there's the Americanized, like, you know, Chinese locations where, you know, like a lot of the food offerings there are not necessarily what you'd actually find, you know, in China itself. But then you do have the restaurants that also serve, you know, delicacies from actual, you know, restaurants that you would see in China itself. So that's why there's kind of like a perfect combination between the two. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, you have like the classics, so to speak, when I say classics, (laughs) the Americanized classics of of General Tso's chicken or, you know, chicken and broccoli, things like that. Um, And those are kind of like the, the premier dishes of New York, Chinese yeah. food, the chicken and broccoli, the lo mein. Goodness gracious, the lo mein, the greatest, yeah, the greatest, <laughs> the, bro. the greatest, the fried rice, all that. Like, 
it's just great food. Yeah, my, my thing is with uh, with Chinese food, like on times where I'm like 100% like like I'm I'm craving it, like you, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Today, Friday night, I'm going to get fucking Chinese food. But then I get it that day, and then I'll eat it every day for like two more weeks, and then I won't eat it. You don't it. want it for like another month. And then more like three months, bro. Three months, yeah. Yeah, bro. It's, oh, man, it's so it's so goddamn good. Um, but, but yeah, man, I remember we went down to, uh, you know, this was back when we were in, we were working in sales together and we went to this, uh, Chinese food place. And I remember, dude, you were so upset with, uh, with the way that this Chinese food came out and you literally like, we, I remember we were eating it on the back of my sexy 2018 Honda Civic. You literally took one bite and you were like, trash, I'm not fucking eating it. <laughs> I mean, fucking crazy, dude. It's and you were like you were like Mike. You want some Chinese food? We got to go to New York. Fuck all the fuck all this bullshit. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> just got, not, it doesn't hit the same. Yeah, bro. It doesn't. Like oh, I remember that man. place. It was in like Carson or something like that. Yeah, went, yeah. It was, uh, went from Carson, and I remember we we went out to this appointment in this uh, motherfucker classic no show. You know, you you, you know <laughs> you take that you take that hour and a half drive from goddamn Boyle Heights all the way to Carson and shit. At two o'clock in, in the afternoon, all the way to knock on the door and say, uh, "Well, nobody's here," and then we got to chill out for four hours. <laughs> what a time! And go to go to our next lead. That's actually how, how we met, man. You know, if anybody's been listening to the Tony Tony Roth podcast, man, I mean, this is where I met I met this group of guys, man. Classic salesmen. You were a great salesman, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't I don't know I don't know what what it is but you got this confidence about you like you you kind of just uh you don't you don't necessarily bullshit but there is times where you're like okay I got to kind of push the limit a little bit to get them to sign that paperwork today and um I don't know man do you do you put that same type of personality into your up and coming um, businesses that you have with sports and music. Like, is there a different type of Anderson Howard that goes into a studio, um, you know, then going into, you know, a piece of shit fucked up roof on a Tuesday at two, at, at fucking 2 PM. I think, you know, at the end of the day, the whole like purpose of life is to be happy, so to speak. So you kind of have to find out how the people you're working with, whether it be an artist or whether it be, an athlete or whether it be a homeowner, you got to figure out what makes them happy. And then, you know, the only way to figure that out is to listen more than talk. So a lot of times what I'll do when I'm faced with any sort of scenario is just listen and kind of like figure out what said person is looking for and just kind of like hone my conversation with them towards what they're giving me. And then just literally pushing it right back to them. Yeah. And, that's what's really going to make them happy at the end of the day. So if it's an artist who wants their song to sound a certain way or, you know, needs some certain type of attention on a day-to-day basis, I'm going to give it to them. Yeah. If it's a homeowner who is looking for a very specific way of, 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 of selling, so to speak, or they want to be sold a certain way, why would I not just sell them a certain way? Yeah. Now, what you were saying earlier is accurate. Like, I don't... You said you said well, like I don't lie or something like that. What'd you say? Yeah, I mean you don't you don't you don't necessarily lie, but you you kind of put you put certain things like on on a pedestal, 
Wh- yeah. Wh- whereas, whereas it's, it's not necessarily that you're lying. It just means that you know exactly what that artist wants, what that homeowner wants, you know, what this fucking, this bookie wants. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Just and, looking uh, for what they need. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody wants to be happy, right? So, like, if I mean, shoot, if I'm going to make some money off making somebody happy, might as well. But exactly. at the same time, like... The biggest thing for me is I don't try to like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't grasp at everything. Sometimes you got to know what's for you and what's not for you. And sometimes that might be, you know, like not forcefully trying to make a sale. Like, I mean, you know, everybody wants to get their money, but you never know. You could be spending all your time at this one place trying to force somebody into something that they don't want. And then next thing you know, you could have ended up with another opportunity at another point in time. And you missed out on it because you were sitting here wasting your time trying to, and get somebody to buy into something that they damn straight don't need. That they literally don't want. Yeah, and so, it, like, well, I'm not going to do that. Like, exactly, exactly. And you and you kind of, you, you figure that out, like, really, like, really, really early in any type of meeting that you and I have gone to together, whether it's, you know, we're going out to dinner, we had a meeting, or whether, we, we, you know, we're meeting up with the homeowner and everything. You kind of know in that first five minutes whether or not it's going to work out. So where did all that stuff ha- stuff happen? Because I know that... You know, you went to you went to Florida. You know, you went to school out Florida there, State, Florida, Florida State, Florida State, Florida State. Knowles. And um, you you got your you ended up getting getting your degree and everything. But then you had a you had like a super fucking cool gig working at a uh, at a country club. Um, and this is where you know the, these members got to write up you know x amount of money to pl- to pay monthly, yearly, <laughs> and and all this stuff. And you and you're some snot nosed twenty year old kid. That's, you know, selling to these, you know, these 75 year olds and all this stuff. So, like, where did this type, this passion come from, um, you know, to actually make people that happy? Um, I just appreciate people who have been around me in my life that have made me happy throughout the years. So I try to just, like, reciprocate that with everybody that I interact with. Um, you never know. You could, you could always change somebody's life with 10 minutes, literally. I mean, I've had people that I've met, even like people who used to work at, at uh, H2R and all that stuff. Um, and would literally just, you know, be with me for the first time, uh, running and, you know, I just talked to them for 10 minutes after an appointment and they'd be like, you know what? Nobody's ever taken the time out to speak to me and just, you know, actually listen to me and, and then, you know, invest in, in what could potentially, you know, make my life better. Um, yeah. so that's what I try to focus on. Uh, so I'd, I'd have to say for sure, you know, it goes back to just first of all, my parents investing in me. Um, I'm very thankful for that. My parents are definitely great. Um, they got me involved in a lot of things, whether it be sports, whether it be, you know, music, entertainment, dance. I danced for like 10 years. Like, I, Really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, what type of dancing? I did uh, hip hop, ballroom and jazz. It, it was great. I mean, like, and, you know, it's just all these different things that always end up like helping out like in life, yeah. just having the ability to talk with almost anyone about anyone. anything, um, just based off of my experiences. And then New York, I got to go back to New York. Like growing up in the concrete jungle is, you know, it's a beautiful thing. I'm very blessed to have had my, I want to say my personality kind of stem from the concrete jungle of New York. Uh, that's something that lasts with me for pretty much forever. Um, it'll never really leave me. Um, and then, you know, just kind of taking what I've learned as a child there. I moved when I was like 15, 16. Yeah. Uh, down to Florida to pursue baseball, which is I'm going to get into that. It's another thing that really helped me. We definitely um, <laughs> have to get, have to. We definitely have to get into that. We're just, dude. We're just scratching the surface oh, yeah, right yeah, here. No, for sure. Yeah, but um, you know, kind of like to tie that up in regards like where I get it from. It's just being thankful for people who have made a difference for me and trying to always do that for somebody on a daily basis. Um, and yeah, you know, just just 
caring about the people that I'm around. I mean, yeah. why choose why choose negativity when you can choose positivity? Like exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, bro. It's I don't know, man. Um, we the thing is that I don't know what it is, man. Like we we grew up around the same type of people. Like um, I have great parents. You have great parents. And uh, I, I don't know, man. I um, I I guess I I kind of learned. You know, you can be you can choose to be sad. You can choose to be you know happy. You can choose to be around X amount of people or this type of people. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm like kind of figuring out, forget, kind of figuring it out right now. You know, on, yeah. on, no, that's that's and that's what it's all about. Figuring it out on a daily basis. You know, it's, yeah, that's all it is. Take everything one step at a time. And one thing that I definitely say I always live by is to. Never stress over things that are not in your control. Uh, that's something that's very, very like, bro. Very like relevant in my life, bro. Tell that to my fucking gray hair on my beard. Bro. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but it's it's a big thing. Bro. I mean, yeah, bro. It's crazy, my man. I mean, I dude, I've forgotten how important fucking sleep is, bro. Yeah. Like I forgot about sleep. Like I've forgotten like Critical. how to how to chill the fuck out. You know, dude. It's just fucking crazy, man. But yeah. yeah, that it's it's on the way now. I swear Definitely. to God. That, and that's all it is. I mean, just making sure, you know, there's a lot of things you cannot control. Do not stress over them. But the things you can control is the attitude you wake up with every morning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, be be enthusiastic. Be thankful. Be ready to conquer the day. Not everything's going to be roses. Like, I'm not I'm not sitting here and, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm great. Every single morning, I have absolutely nothing to you're, to you're, worry about. You're definitely but, not. I've definitely been around you dur- during, like, fucking tough times. Yeah, like, and, you know. and, and, and have those tough times and yeah. experience them and then learn from them. But just throughout the midst of those tough times, just always know that it's not, like, it's never really that deep. Yeah, you know like, what I mean. Yeah, you man. have to embrace the tough times, bro. Like, have you, uh, dude? Um, do you fucking deal with like it being like life or death type shit? Like, you know, like in everything in life, bro. Like, I I catch myself w- waking up and I catch myself feeling like that stress of like this is it and then that's it. Like there's, I just got life and death shit all the fucking time on, you know, being on time, being late, um, you know, not selling the customer this day, um, you know, a podcast, you know, having to be posted like certain times, like, uh, do you, do you ever deal with like, this is like life or death shit. And then you wake up the next day and be like, well, fuck, I guess it's not life or death, you know? Yeah, if you it's all about the way you think about things. If you think things and and I'm going to I'm going to start this off by saying don't be complacent. Don't just sit and think everything's just going to fall into your lap. You got to work hard for for what you want in life, but sometimes you can create more obstacles for yourself or, you know, make a journey that realistically, let's be honest, shouldn't have been that hard of a journey, a lot harder based yeah. off of just creating life or death situations. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Not everything needs to be Life or death. Yeah. Life or death needs to be your you're driving your car and you gotta make sure that you swerve out of the way, you know, to ah, be, yeah. dude, we, we gotta get into that too, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean dude, that's a whole nother Yeah, bro. Okay, so, uh, so dude, dude let, let's go back, man. So in high school you you were playing baseball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh and, and this was this was still where? This was still in New York? This was in Florida. So that's what I was mentioning a little bit earlier. I moved down. Thank again, thankful to my parents. My my mom went to Dartmouth. 
uh, very intelligent, very blessed. I love her. Thank you, mom, for everything you do for me. Um, my dad uh, started off at UCLA for a little bit, so shout out Bruins. Go, go uh, Bruins, the Trojans, baby. Trojans, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but, you know, UCLA Bruins. And uh, he actually transferred over to LIU to uh, continue his track and field career. So my dad's very intelligent as well, but, like, I was definitely able to tell that, like, my dad really had me going with my athletic life. Yeah. My mom really had me going with my academic life. Um, so they definitely made a huge sacrifice in 2012. Um, we moved down to Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, which is where the New York Mets play their spring training. So I don't like the Mets at all. I'm in LA now, so, you know, I'll root for the Dodgers. Uh, and then I'm obviously a Yankee fan being from New York, so I don't well, like the Mets whatsoever. But. Well, first of all, let's just go ahead and cut you off for a second there. When you come into... Michael Caceres' uh, studio or the MC this studio. This is Dodgerland. That's fine. Yeah, you know, just just whatever. Let's go ahead and not mention any other. <laughs> hey, I was rooting. I was rooting hard for the Dodgers this past year. If the Yankees ever play the Dodgers in a World Series, I'm going to have to root for the Yankees. But I have a lot of love for the Dodgers. My my heart is definitely going to go out to the Yankees because my mom's a Yankee fan. You know, dude, my mom had the the biggest crush on A Rod and uh-huh. and uh, Derek Jeter. So there's A-Rod. gonna be a there's gonna be a little bit of a little bit of a soft spot for the Yanks, but at the end of the day, Dodgers, baby. So to answer your question or to finish your statement, yeah, bro, there's no Mets here. There's, there's no, no Mets, no Mets. But yeah, um, <laughs> so, so bro, so so, you, so your parents, you know that you know you're you know you're in uh, fucking where at you're Florida, at? yeah. So you're in Florida, so we yeah. moved from. Uh, from New York to uh, to Florida, so I could pursue my uh, my baseball career. When you were what sixteen or let's see, um, I never liked math, <laughs> but uh, let's see, yeah. Well, my birthday's in May, so like we moved July. I know that for sure, July twenty twelve. So that would be I was like. I was like 15. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, so you, you kind of started going to high school in, in New York and then you moved to Florida. No, it was... so Okay, I know for sure. So it was... it was One thing I can definitely say for sure, I had, I finished up um, eighth grade in New York and then started high school fresh in Florida. I was supposed oh, to okay. visit the high school. It was a great school, the Marine Ocean Graphic Academy. Uh, that's where I actually got a lot of love for like the water and ocean and all that stuff, which is cool because being from New York... I mean, we have Jones Beach, but that's like oil spill every day. Yeah. It's not oil spill. It's actually just absolute muck, but we'll call it an oil spill. Um, but it's definitely oil spill, bro. Nah, it's You're just, a fucking hater. Nah, it's dude. New York muck. Oh, my Respectfully. God. Respectfully. <laughs> I, I disagree. Respectfully. <laughs> but um, no, nah, it's just New York muck, so I didn't have a lot of love for that. But Mo yeah, was yeah. cool. Learned a lot. Um, but went down there. Uh, it was a joint program with uh, Fort Pierce Westwood. Uh, which is where Khalil Mack actually went for you Chicago Bears fans. Uh, Khalil Mack, great guy. Um, That's the high school I went to. And, uh, yeah, went there, wanted to pursue baseball. Uh, Things went great. I have no complaints whatsoever. Um, and and you you came into high school already as a uh, as a pitcher, right? Like you kind of already you know had done your your work in middle school. Like you kind of already had an idea that you were a pitcher. Yeah, like you know. So so the thing with me is that I always had a strong arm from a young age. Played CYO ball. Shout out to the Catholic Youth Organization. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know you were Catholic. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, Catholic no. too, bro. Yeah, I uh, love it. Yeah, man. It's with the best. God, I can do all things. Exactly, bro. Fuck yeah, dude. But um, but yeah, you Shout know, out. like, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. So I, I kind of started from a very young age. My my parents, obviously, I don't remember this, but my parents took me to a Yankee game when I was two months old. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I guess like I just, you know, subconsciously picked up on the love for baseball. I played a lot of basketball growing up, CYO as well, Queen of Peace. Yay. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I kind of, kind of, I kind of fell in love with baseball the most. And that's what I gravitated towards. Um, along with a myriad of other sports, tennis, everything. They just, my parents tried to get me into everything. Bro, you are a tennis guy too. I, like, I'm a big tennis buff. Like actually. low key, bro. Big oh, tennis buff. Dude, I love that, tennis. That's cr- Yep. Tennis. Yep. Shout out to my uncle. He, he, he's great. Um, for real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. He went to Oral Roberts University actually. Oh, okay. Uh, which, uh, if you guys have been watching any March Madness, well, it's done now, but Oral Roberts went on a great run this year. Um, but yeah, he, he played a lot of tennis and he always, always is teaching me things. He just taught me, a new thing that I'm adding into my game a week ago when I was back in Florida. Oh, dude. Um, but yeah, you know, growing up young, I knew I was a pitcher. I had a strong arm. I used to hate being in the outfield for a little bit. And then, you know, I was like, wait a second. As I got older, I was like, I can utilize my arm for this. Um, yeah. But I always enjoyed pitching. I love, you know, being in control of the game, so to speak, uh, as well as first base. I used to be called Big Poppy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as a Yankee fan, I did not like that. I did not. I have no interest in David Ortiz whatsoever. Well, but with that being said, you know, it was it was a great thing to be compared to Big Poppy. I have oh, a lot bro. of respect for him. He's, he's a great player. 100%. You you actually should be a Red Sox fan at this point. Oh my goodness. J- just just so you know. I mean, I don't I don't want to bring bring back any any bad uh, memories you talk or about anything. 2004. I'm leaving the podcast <laughs> right now. Hey bro, what was the I think the Yankees were up 3 nothing or something. Um, but you, but you know what? Leave. But 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 you know what? We're not going to talk about that. So so anyway, <laughs> so so, so they I think it's the, in the best interest of this podcast for us to move on from that subject. <laughs> so so these so these fuckos in high school call you Big Poppy. These piece of shit Red Sox fans. No, nah, it was everybody. It was my homies. It was everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is fucking insane. But yeah, big big body Bugatti over here. Yeah, you know, I got, I'm, I'm I'm built different. Oh, bro. You, <laughs> I'm, you I'm big boned. I'm big boned. I'm in, I'm in great shape. I'm happy. I'm happy with where I am. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big bro, guy. <laughs> dude, I love bro. And this is one of the reasons why I love you so much is that whenever like we talk about each other, you know how like um like me personally, when I go down like a rabbit hole of talking about myself, I constantly do like this self like um you know this self hate type of thing because I'm trying to get the laugh. Dude, you are so funny to me because you kind of like do that self hate for a second, and then and then you're like, but then you're like, nah, you know what? I'm big boned, <laughs> big boned. I'm happy. I'm living life, dude. That's so hilarious to I'm me when you do that. Blessed and highly favored at all times of the day, <laughs> dude. You're so funny to me. That's fucking hilarious. So, anyways, man, these these motherfuckers, they're calling you big poppy. Yeah, big poppy, man. I love first base. <laughs> yeah, first base bro. was great. Oh, was dude, it over there. But yeah, pitching is primarily what. I, I I did enjoy, um, you know, these things happen. I got injured senior year. Uh, I'll never forget January 30th, my senior year, I got injured. I had a surgery on February 4th of my senior year. And then I had to go to <laughs> my parents had already booked a uh, Super Bowl cruise that I went on to the Bahamas featuring absolute greatness watching the Denver Broncos play the Carolina Panthers. So that'll, oh, bro. that'll tell you guys what year that was. Oh, bro. 20, 50th year of the tw- NFL. 2015, baby. Was That's it 2015? 2015, yeah. 20, 
Yeah, yeah, 2015 into 2016. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, will it, will yeah, it, yeah, you're right, 100. Yeah. percent Because yeah, yeah, I graduated in 2016 from high school, so yeah, yeah it was uh, it was 2015 season, but of course yes. the Super Bowl happened. You exactly. Know. Yeah, 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 exactly. 100 percent right. Which, by the way, dude, Von Miller, dude, oh my fucking what God. a guy! Did he fucking come in and shut that fucking offense down, bro? Yeah, I, I loved it. Um, did he deserve the MVP? No, I, I, don't, I wanted Peyton Manning to do it, but you know. You know, dude, See, it's all good. I got to root for the Eli side of the family <laughs> here in the New Eli Yorker. Side of <laughs> we, 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 we like Eli Manning over here. Yeah, dude. Um, man, can you believe that uh, Eli Manning beat out Tom Brady Let's fucking twice, bro? That. Twice, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. So this is 2007, bro. I'm in seventh grade. So I remember um, I uh, the game like the the first half you know as a fucking little snot nosed kid that's eleven years old um, you know we kind of we kind of just hated the first half because it was so boring so halftime comes up you know we all come up you know we're, we're playing ball it's halftime you know whatever and then I remember I came into the room in the fourth quarter yep after after we were done playing and oh my fucking god man god damn did fucking Eli Manning take care of it dude he took care of it man he looked like he looked like uh, he looked like Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson out there before Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson scrambling on that play. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. Disagree. You know what play I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about, <laughs> but I'm gonna have to disagree with you. What are you talking about? You didn't see the way he evaded those tackles, bro. Dude, I thought the game was over, bro. He fucking what? He ju- what? Four tackles? He like almost four tackles. I I don't know specifically. Yeah, all I know is that he was he dropped out of the pocket. He scrambling around, evaded four tackles. I'm thankful the referee didn't call the play dead on that last tackle because I mean, would it have been the right call? No, but could he have called it? I mean, rightfully so. He could have called it dead. I I I don't think when they they grabbed him around around his collar and all that stuff and looked like he was. Oh, I I see what you're saying. I mean, it would not have been the right call by any means. But I've seen it before where referees call the play dead, so to speak. Yeah. And and then next thing you know, he's lofting a ball up to David Tyree. Oh, man. Dude just happens to have crazy glue on his helmet. Crazy. Oh, my fucking God, man. The greatest. The greatest. The greatest. Oh, man. You're a goat. Nah, respectfully, (laughs) respectfully. I like Tom Brady. Side note, side note. I, I'm happy Tom Brady left the Patriots because now oh, bro. I kind of root for him and not feel bad. You know what I mean? Like I, I like the guy. Well, first of all, I'm a Rams fan, so I hate Tom Brady with, I mean, the, with the passion. With, with, <laughs> with, the, with the passion. You know, it, I mean, we don't want to bring it down to the 2001 Super Bowl. <laughs> bro, are you kidding me, man? It's 17-17, and they bring they bring a fucking kicker in with seven seconds left left in the game, yeah. and then then they win 20, 20 to seventeen, and then we don't have to bring up the uh, twenty eighteen Super Bowl, but you know they they win again thirteen to three, but again, dude, we're I was go- at that Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, were you? Yeah, in Atlanta. Oh shit, Mercedes man. Benz. Yeah, Mercedes Benz Stadium. I love that. I love that stadium. God, man, I'm, I'm jealous of you. Well, no, not really, because because the because uh, game was horrible. Um, there's no offense. Yeah, I really, I was, yeah, I was, bro. I was rocking whose house? Rams house. I was. Oh, we're, oh, bro, dude, oh, come you, on, bro. You were going for the Rams that day? Are you kidding me? Of course. Oh, thank I you. I had man. a lot of love for the Rams. My, I, what was it like? I was probably like a freshman or a sophomore in college or something like that. And for Christmas, I got a Rams hat, like the original L.A. Rams. Yeah. Hat. Um, 
So so with wait. My name engraved on it and everything. So, so so wait, hold on, bro. You were one hundred percent sober to watch that game at fucking Florida State. Oh, bro, come Which on, one? man. Oh, bro, for the Super Bowl. Oh no, it was in Atlanta. Oh, but dude, you didn't have any of the fucking frat boys come. Oh like, no, no, no! It was different. Nah, it was more on like <laughs> so back to the sports world of things. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had I had the I had the pleasure of um partaking in a lot of great. So I see what you're saying with the Florida State connection. Yeah, because I was at Florida State at the time. Yeah. Um, but I was I was actually the vice president of our student association for sport management. Um, so I had the pleasure of working a lot of great sporting events. Um. And the Super Bowl is one of them, so that's kind of how I finesse my way into that situation. Yeah. Um. And it was just an amazing time. So you know, I was on. There's there's business AJ, and then there's like, you know, like fun AJ. Um, that dude. That's that's what I'm trying to to figure out. Is like, I, dude, you're the only one that understands the difference between a party MC and a business MC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That dude. That's fun. There's nothing wrong with that. No, both, both versions are still great people. Both versions are still fun. It's just you know you gotta you gotta know when you need to hold things down. Like exactly, there's a time and a place. So so then at the time when you got the Super Bowl tickets, you would definitely say that you were more on the business side. I was more on the business side. I was yeah. representing Florida State at the time, so like you know, I want to make sure that I'm I'm being a a, a great Seminole. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know we can still we can still have a good time while being while being respectful. Um, but you know, there's there's other times like the Florida State Alabama game. Oh man! At the same stadium, Mercedes Benz. Yeah, what, that was different. You know, I was having a good time. I was just you know with some of my friends. Um, actually, I was with a lot of my sport management people still. But um, yeah, you know, it was I had a lot more fun. You know, not I shouldn't say a lot more fun. I was I was a lot more loose, so to speak. Yeah. Um, exactly. Had some Chick Fil A. It was a Saturday, oh, so yeah. it was open. Oh uh, yeah. But- super side note. How, Ten seconds. How the fuck? How the fuck do you get, dude? What do you get from Chick Fil A? And tell me the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being dead ass, bro. Closed on Sunday, bro. Where my Chick Fil A? Where my Chick Fil A? The number one. I'll take with the, the lemonade. <laughs> lemonade. Shout out Kanye West. Kanye West, fellow baby. Gemini, fellow dude, Gemini. Ah, uh, dude, dude, Sagittarius, man. I mean, technically on paper. I don't. Be, I don't believe in this type of shit. But uh, Gemini and Sagittarius are they supposed to be like uh, good friends? Kind of like on the same type of. I think so. Yeah. Actually, I think so. I have a good friend who is a Sagittarius. We get along, so I'll just go like that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, dude, Sagittarius are just, they're super emotional people and they think too much. They, they overthink. <laughs> and um, we we tend to get super philosophical about, you know, certain things. Uh, and, and again, that all goes back to fucking overthinking. So, but 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 where the fuck does the does the uh, fucking Gemini come in then? What do you mean? Like, like, fr- like from a relationship stand- standpoint, like what's. What's like your, you know, your thing, your power or your weakness? Like what, what, what is, what is it about, about Gemini's? This is the part where I'm supposed to say some crazy stuff like Kanye. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what the beauty is. Honestly, it's like, we really just don't care in the best possible way. Like we, we care about everything while also not caring. Um, we're very like, you know, strong individuals. We're very easygoing, uh, very laid back, so to speak, but you know, we're, we believe in ourselves a lot. 
And I'm very thankful for that because it's definitely gotten me to a lot of places. Just having that confidence. I think that's kind of what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Where a lot of that confidence comes in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We just, we're not phased by anything. I think it's the best way to put it. it. I mean, like, quite literally, if Kanye were to walk into this room right now, I wouldn't be phased. I'd be like, hello, how are you? Like, what's good? Fucking, I, I would be losing my shit. And, 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 and that's exactly kind of what I'm trying to say, though. Like, that's kind of how it's all, and that's okay. That's really fine. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> be expressive and all that stuff. And that's where sometimes it is a bad thing as well, because we don't really express ourselves. We hold a lot of things in, you know what I mean? So that's you, like, bro, you do hold a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, so that's like the, that's the double-edged sword there. Like, we hold a lot of things in, but we also don't let things bother us to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't have any respect for uh, Kanye until Lift Yourself in uh, in uh, in twenty eighteen. <laughs> he literally became my favorite favorite rapper after fucking Whoopity Scoop, bro. Whoopity Scoop, <laughs> bro, dude. He literally I literally because of that song, dude. I actually became a Kanye fan. But that's kind of the that's the exact definition of a Gemini. Yeah, like one like, day we just want to wake up and do and do Lift Yourself and do, and do something silly. And you know that the people love you so much that you're going to go get all the music from 2007. Yeah. Uh, he made me go all the way back, bro. Yeah. And, and now, now I'm a Kanye fan. So shout out to fucking Kanye West, dude. You and should. being resilient. I mean, look at this guy. He was $50 million in debt in what, like 2018, something like that. You yep. know, stood tall. God did get some help from people. I don't mind accepting when I need help from people. I'm fine with that. Um, I'm very thankful for that. Whether it be financial, whether it be emotionally, you know, I'm, I'm I don't mind. I, um, and he took that and turned it into something, and now he's what a billionaire. He, he's definitely a billionaire, and I wouldn't have been upset if he was the. Uh, and, and again, this is definitely the fucking whiskey talking. Um, <laughs> this man about to say this, this is the this is definitely the whiskey talking, but. It would have been fucking amazing to see him be the vice president of the United States. And bro, <laughs> did, Mr. West. Bro, did you not think I was going to vote for fucking Rocco Fuentes or whatever the fuck his name was? <laughs> Dude, I literally I, I swear to God, bro, for like a good 2 seconds I was like I was like, "Oh, Fuente, uh, Rocky Fuentes, you know, Kanye West, uh fuck, dude, I don't know what to do." <laughs> Damn. I'll let Kanye be my president. 100%, dude. So so fucking funny to me. Yeah, bro. Fucking Anderson Howard came up in this bitch and um, he <laughs> he sees my fucking my, my bookshelf and all this stuff. I got fucking George W. Bush. I got some Clinton on there. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I try not to do George Bush is a, is a meme, but like in the best possible way, like, <laughs> bro, he is a meme, a dude. Meme, like, Dude, he's hilarious, bro. We were talking a little a little about this off air. Like, you know, what the hell would I want, you know, to get advice from um, from George W. Bush and William Clinton? Billy Clinton, slick Willie. Um, I wouldn't want to get any type of political advice from them at all, dude. Again, dude, I just want to know how Billy Clinton hooked up with so many broads. <laughs> and I want to know how, how fucking Bush got... Fucking pre- presidency with a speech impediment, man. It's so fucking insane. That that's the type of advice I want. I want to have the some, process. I want exact. I want to have some Bud Lights, you know. I want to play some golf with them, but I don't want to talk politics with them, bro. Fuck all that bullshit. <laughs> Anyways, bro, what the fuck were we talking about, dude? Let's go back to your fucking high school shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I go, love it. Let's go back to baseball, dude. 
Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something that's played a large role in my life, just with everything. I mean, you know, I had somebody ask me a question today about like, if, um, what was it? They, they said, if I, were, if I were creating a baseball team right now, what position would you see yourself as in the lineup? And like, why? Yeah. And, you know, obviously the cliche answer that everybody wants to go to, and probably the, the answer that I would have answered, or the answer that I would have given probably like two, three years ago, maybe in high school, maybe in college, yeah. and clean up, you know, number four, oh, I want to be big, big guy, I want to be big poppy and score all the runs, hit a grand slam. Of course. That's like the cliche, the cliche answer, but I actually went with the answer of, of lead off, you know what I mean? And, and that, in a lot of ways, that might not seem too glamorous. Yeah. You're not going to score a lot of RBIs as a leadoff hitter, obviously, because the first at-bat you have, there's nobody on base whatsoever. Yeah. Later on in the game, you know, there might be some players on base. If you're playing in the National League, there might not be because you have the pitcher batting before you yeah, at nine. Of <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah. But, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I was like, you know what? I'd like to be a leadoff hitter and just kind of set the tone for people. Um, I'm very thankful for my personality. I'm very thankful for being very forward, so to speak, um, when it comes to getting people into a high frequency or a high energy level and trying to keep them at that level to make sure that they're the, be- the best versions of themselves. Um, and being leadoff, you really have the opportunity to do that. You're able to set the tone for the people around you, for your teammates, for you know the people who want to fight for you just as much as you want to fight for them. Yeah. So I answered as leadoff. You know, I want to I set the tone. I want to be the first person up at bat. And uh, yeah, I mean... yeah. You have to you have to appreciate the uh, the the leadoff guy because they're, they're the guys that are gonna take take pitches like they have to take yeah. strikes they have to take balls gotta um, get on base and, and by they, any means and they and they have they have to get on base man so w- what was your success like with uh, with being with being the leadoff guy in high school well <laughs> funny enough as as I said I've learned a lot yeah from a, from a mental um, aspect in high school I actually was cleanup. I will say, oh bro, oh, bro, you were. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, in high school, I, I did bat cleanup. Um, it was great though, because you know that's that's another challenge in itself. Thinking about it, even right here, it's it's the responsibility to to come through when your team needs you the most. Um, you know, you're batting cleanup. You got people on base a lot of the time, so you better deliver. Um, and I I like to rise to the occasion, and you know that never really phased me. Um, my success was great. I mean, I had a lot of great times. I remember vividly a, a game where we had been on a brutal losing streak. Brutal. There was like one year where it was bad. We had a turnover of coaching. Um, our coach of like 20-something years at the high school had left. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was actually, it was wow. unfortunate because that kind of messed a lot of things up for scouting with me because yeah. imagine having somebody who has all the connections throughout the state of Florida um, just and, leave. And, and your, your senior year he left. No, or like or my, my junior year. Junior year he left. Okay. So that was kind of rough because you need him there during your senior year to kind of really get that recruiting process going. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of tough. But, um, you know, it is what it is. But, um, you know, I, <laughs> I definitely think that uh, being clean up, you know, is, is a position that you have to come through in the clutch. Um, and, and, and that game specifically that I was talking about, we're coming off a really bad losing streak. Um, it was Saint something. Catholic school, funny enough. Of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. Um, and, you know, I was batting cleanup, and I was able to, what did I get, a double? Scored a run, hit a double, stole third, and then my buddy hitting behind me. Yeah. Funny enough, his name Jared as well. Jared. Jared J- Costa. Shout out Jared Costa. Jared Costa. What's um, up, bro? My buddy hitting behind me in the fifth spot. 
Yeah. Uh, drove me in for game winning run, and that was that. Yeah. Our winning streak was over. Newspaper yeah. the next day, like wow, it was cool. <laughs> um, so, but my success was cool. I, I enjoyed batting fourth. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, uh, high high intensity moments. Mm. But bro, but on top of hitting cleanup and shit, you were still one of the ace pitchers. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I loved pitching. I mean, wow, you know, it's, it's, bro, you yeah. was, dude. So, so you were literally the fucking guy. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, like you were the guy. You were, you were batting fourth, and you're the fucking ace, dude. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'll say I shared, I shared ace positioning with my my homie Kyle. Okay, Kyle, shout out Kyle Ryan. He's he's a legend. He's great. My yeah. freshman year, we had this one kid. What was his name? Justice, bro. What a legend. Justice, great guy. Fuck um, yeah. Yeah, he went on to play for a little bit as well. His his best comparison, I'd say, would be Steven Strasburg. Really? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Really? He's that type of guy. Wow. That type of that type of build. Um, great pitcher. Great pitcher. Um, probably messed up a few of my ligaments and my thumb a few times. I caught for a little bit. My first game, actually, my first my first and last game in high school was played at the exact same uh, field against the exact same team. Yeah. Uh, Suncoast High School down in, in Palm Beach. Um, that's how I first made it up to because um, nobody people knew who I was, but. Coming from New York, nobody really knew knew who I was, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, so you know, like rightfully so, I had to kind of like prove myself. Yeah. I played like two games junior varsity, and they were like, "Oh, okay." Like oh this guy, needs to, <laughs> like, this guy needs to come on to varsity. So um, God. And and my first game of varsity, um, freshman year, I caught. What the? Yeah. Dude, so what the fuck? And man? again, going back to the arm, they were like, "Yo, we got to utilize. Let's, we have to find a spot for this kid." We had great players, so you know, the first baseman at the time was was doing his thing. You know, obviously we had a, a great group of pitchers as well. But you know, and and I'm fine. You know, whatever whatever fits best. Utility player. That's what you got to be. Yeah, when you're exactly. A, when you're trying to make an impact on the team, and, and, um, they, and I caught. That was and, my first and game, they, and they put you at fucking catcher. Catcher, bro. yeah. Dude, I was throwing people is, out, dude. That is. I used to have the worst form though, because like I was a little lazy behind the plate. I wouldn't say lazy, but like you know. I was, like I told you, big body, man. Come on, that's a lot of weight to hold up. I understand. So, I understand. Um, I was a little bit lazy, I will say, behind the plate, but I knew that I could kind of get away with it because my arm yeah. would make up for for positioning. So I was able to kind of like, you know, throw runners out, stealing various bases because my arm strength kind of made up for the difference of, of positioning. Is that something great? No, but did it work? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Dude, you, you, your life has been a fucking roller coaster, bro. It has. I'm thankful I for mean, that. I mean, bro, you, you're literally like all all over the fucking place. All over the place. And that's what really helps me a lot. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? Like what we were talking about earlier, kind of like how do you interact with everybody on a different level? How do you, you know, interact with a homeowner who's 75 and then interact with a homeowner who's who's 20 something? You know what I mean? Like, it's, and, and, and bro, you literally go the same way. Like whether whether he's twenty five or whether he's seventy six, like you already have that mindset of like, okay, I'm just gonna be myself and that's it. Yeah, I'll yeah. switch up, be myself, yeah. and then cater to the conversation. I got like I said, I gotta listen more than I talk. Once I figure out the individual, I'm very good at reading people. Then I cater the conversation to that person. Yeah, yeah, bro. So um, we're we're a little late in, into the podcast, but I I I gotta ask, bro. You've been living in uh, Beverly Hills um, for, what, almost two years now? Just about two years, yeah. Just about two years. What is your next move um, <laughs> a- after this, my man? Because your lease, your lease is coming up. 
Um, are are you planning on staying in California? Because I know that you, you got you got a lot of plans going on, man. No, um, I, I like California. I'm very thankful for what California has brought to me the last couple of years. I'm blessed that I was able to experience it actually with the pandemic going on because it kind of just made me appreciate the pure nature of California. It's a beautiful state we live in. Um, and I'd say, you know, even being able to, to run outside, I was always like a treadmill type of guy. Yeah. Um, and then just being able to experience running outside and even, even around Beverly Hills, you know, I, I love my run on, on Santa Monica Boulevard. Uh, it's a beautiful run, you know, run down Rodeo sometimes just to be in high frequency. Um, no, I, I'm gonna stay. I'm staying. You're gonna stay. The only place I'd leave to is the only place I'd leave to, and and you know this is England. It's the only yeah. place I'd leave to. So the, that that that's what I was gonna ask. I, I was gonna ask if you were actually gonna be um going back. Um, you know. No, I what? mean, I'm very thankful for people who have invested in me here in California over the last couple of years, and I think that uh you know at this current moment in time, it's just best for me to continue to make the most out of those investments that people have made um, and continue to work hard to, you know, better myself here in California. I have a lot of love for England. I lived there for a while. Uh, I worked there. I worked at a country club over there as well. Um, but I'm very thankful for LA and I know I have a lot more to accomplish here. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be sticking around. My, my landlord's great too. I'm not going to say his name because, you know, we don't check in. But shout out, <laughs> shout out him. He's great. He's a great guy. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm not gonna lie, my man, and I'm gonna say this fucking on air, man. Jesus Christ, man. And am I so fucking rattled about um my my apartment right now, dude? Oh. Yeah, man. Well yeah. well the, dude, the, the good news is, man, um Kiara is actually gonna be staying with my mom. Um I like that. I like so, that. So it's a great so, dog. So yeah, man, she's she's fucking gorgeous, man, and um God, man. Well, oh yeah, that, that was another thing I was gonna fucking ask you. So the smell—I need the smell, the smell feedback. I mean, it smells better than Jones Beach. Thank you, man. I, <laughs> dude, I, dude, I really appreciate that, bro. Dude, can you imagine fuck, the mom, right? The mom on top of six puppies on this on this uh, fucking wood floor, dude. I remember seeing that video, and I was like, wow. Yeah, bro. Wow. Yeah, dude, it was it was fucking crazy, That's what it's man. All about, though. I'm looking yeah. at I'm looking at this bag, my backpack right now. Shout out my mom again. Like what I'm talking about. My mom's great. Um she got me a backpack called uh from the company Spread Love. My mom's a great Zumba instructor. She's a certified Zumba instructor. Oh really? Uh yeah, yeah. It's actually really cool. So she's been she's been dancing Zumba for a while now. It's I'm I'm very so happy that, for her. So that's where you get your dancing routines from. I guess so. I mean, she wasn't dancing Zumba when I was like young, young and like I was dancing, but I mean, you know, it's, it's in the blood, but, um, there's a, if you're looking at it right here, obviously we're not on camera, but, um, you see the little Frenchie right there. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the company that one of my mom's friends have called spread love, spread um, love, and there's a little Frenchie on here. So I'm a big dog guy and you know, like I, I have a Husky of my own, um, back in Florida right now. I actually, I got her the same tech day I had my surgery from uh, baseball. Yeah. Um, it was really great. Um, but no, no, I, I love, I love dogs and you know, with the situation you have right now, like I was talking about off air, I mean, you know, I mean, it's a, she's a husky mix. So yeah, huskies are gonna howl, obviously. Yeah, I, I know that very well. Um, but you know, it's do, do, it's not really that deep. Do, do you really think that uh, if you were to post what I posted the other night, um, do you think you would have gone canceled? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I mean, dude, I went fucking 
off, bro. Yeah, this man, this man went a little crazy on Instagram. Yeah, man, I went a little crazy on. I don't know uh, if I have that luxury anymore. Yeah, no, you, um, back in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm um, trying to get canceled. I think that. Uh, <laughs> th- I think that as soon as my my lease is over, I'm definitely gonna be mo- gonna be moving out of this place. Um, Hey, we love you in LA though. Stick around. Oh yeah, bro. I'm I'm definitely staying staying in LA, but uh, I got to figure out what what would be a uh, a better move for me. Um, maybe even hit up Beverly Hills, man. I don't know. Yeah, anything's possible. I mean, um, and I think the biggest thing is just staying close to uh, you know Saddle Ranch and the comedy <laughs> the comedy store. You know, the Laugh Factory. Like at the this end was, of the day, this was um, perfect for you, man. This is a perfect transitioning period. Yeah, dude. One hundred percent. Embrace this moment. You know what I mean? I like to always talk about how you need to always. Enjoy every moment. Each each step matters. I talked about that the other day. We have a homie by the name of Ko. Uh, he has a company, Potent. Uh, what is it? Dude, <laughs> bro, why am I tripping right bro, now? Bro, dude, Potent, I, it's Potent. Uh, Potent yeah, Ko. Uh, po- right Potent now. Products. Potent Products. And yeah, um, it's called ca- it's called Reach Your Full Potential. Exactly. Yeah. He has, he has a pair of socks that are actually they dropped today. Actually. Yeah, man. They um, they, they dropped today. Hit up uh hit up Ko on Instagram. Yeah, Ko um, on Instagram. Potent Products. Or Potent his Products. Instagram yep. is Potent Ko, um, underscore, and yeah, he has a, he has a pair of socks that says each step matters, and I think yeah, that really bro. speaks volumes, like what you're going through right now, and even what I'm going through. I mean, each step really matters, and don't ever take a certain part of your journey for granted, yeah, because it is so important, and you'll look back on it in in maybe a year, maybe six months, and be like, you know, I really did enjoy that moment in my life, yeah, um, and it's about enjoying the moment while you're living in it. That's yeah. what really that's what really gets you to another level. If you're able to enjoy the moment while you're living in it, you'll be unstoppable. So enjoy this moment. This is great for you. Yeah. Um, this apartment is great for you. It's it's you the know. best. It's the best, dude. I really fucking love this apartment. Yeah. Dude. No, it's fine. And you know whether it. or not you leave, I mean, athletes win a championship with a team. Rajon Rondo came to the Lakers, won a championship, and then left the next year. And then year. left. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Just enjoy the moment while it's happening and figure out what you need to do for the next year. You know, you're fine. Yeah, man, th- this has been such a fucking crazy experience, my man. Um, I'm I'm definitely happy with the with the place that I that I live at right now, and um, I don't know, man. I guess the the next move for me is to uh, you know just wait for the uh, comedy clubs to open back up. Yeah, man. exactly. Um, and 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 I'm very happy for you to take the initiative and and hop out this way. Uh, you're a Cali boy, but you know you, this is your first time. In a while, right? Or, yeah, or first time this is, in bro. L.A. proper. Yeah, bro. This, um, is, this is my first time um, living in L.A. Yeah, like, so you know, sure, this was man. huge for you. I, I was very happy when you decided to make this move. And, you know, you're out here. And, and things are starting to open back up. Things are starting to, to return to, I don't want to say normal, because there's no such thing as it's, normal. It's never going to be fucking normal. But what normal. was normal anyway? You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I hate normal, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's yeah, boring, it's, dude. It's a horrible word. It's fucking, um, yeah, bro. But no, crazy. I mean, you know, I, I know I know what you're striving for, and I, I know you can achieve that success. So you taking the step out and being here is, is, is huge. You know what I mean? So um, I'm excited to see what you do in the near future as things open back up. Uh, you have, you know, you have a good head on your shoulders. You're surrounding yourself with the right people now. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You, <laughs> so you I'm, I'm happy for that. Um, yeah, bro. And yeah, no, you, you'll be able to do whatever you want to do. Dude, you'll be, I, you'll d- be right there in West Hollywood at the comedy, at the comedy store. Oh yeah, man. The I laugh. Can't... I like the laugh factory a lot. The laugh factory the is the shit, is bro. Great. Oh yeah, bro. So this is what I was going to ask. Um, we talked about it a little bit off, off air. Um, but, 
Um, what would you think about starting a, starting your own podcast? <laughs> I mean, I guess I have a lot to bring to the table, so to speak. As, you as you have you me. have a you have a lot to bring to the table, and I want and I want you to be on the sit and run for probably like another six episodes, bro. Yeah, no, um, this has been know. a great experience. Thank you for having me. Honestly, it's yeah, bro. I I definitely w- want you want you to be on the show. Um, you know, a lot more often, be a regular because you and Tony Roth have fucking stories for days, man. And um, you know, I I want I want you I want you to be back on the podcast, man. I had a fucking fantastic time. It would be a pleasure. It would be a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, bro. So what's the fucking what's the next moves, bro? Let's let's check our fucking phones, dude. I dude, we got fucking Saddle Ranch hitting us up, dude. Yeah, these um, phones, man. It's it's a love hate relationship with the phone, to be honest. Definitely, dude. Um, my brother, my brother said something on a podcast. Uh, much love for my brother. Absolutely amazing guy, Raheem Raheem the Dream on Instagram. Um, he's he's been a huge influence in my life, and he was on a podcast maybe about a month or so ago, he put, he say, it was something along the lines of like, you know, we, we always have to recharge our phones. Don't forget to recharge yourself. And sometimes oh, recharging in, in my own words, how, what I, the spin that I would take on that is sometimes recharging yourself is disconnecting from your phone. Yeah. Just becoming one with yourself again. Um, because I know myself, I spend way too much time on my phone. Me too. Um, so man. I'm trying to work me on too. that. Yeah. Um, have you I mean, been, uh, um, have you been meditating lately? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been thankful for doing that. I've, I always, I always end up experiencing, experiencing great things on mornings where I really dedicate myself to meditation. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of times that I cut corners. I'm not going to lie. I I, I want to work on that as well. Me too. Absolutely. Um, Thinking like I don't have time when I damn straight have all the time. Definitely have time. To to set aside a, a, a good 15 minutes for meditation. Yeah. Um, but you know that's something that I'm very thankful for. Um, I have been doing it a lot more often, even at random times of the day. I do want to get more of a routine down, but sometimes just that sporadic, you know, meditation schedule kind of works for me. Yeah, I mean routines are great, but I don't know. You're, I enjoy kind of just meditating when I need to. You're you're not really a a, a routine guy. You're more of like. Um, I, I know I have to do this and I'm and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah, get it done. Exactly. <laughs> don't don't like, look at the journey, but it's going to happen. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like I'm I'm a lot more on the part where I I need some type of uh not con- what what the fuck word word am I looking for? It's not con- um not ritual, but dude, what the fuck word am I talking about? Um Continuity, consistent. No, I don't know what the fuck I'm. Routine? Yeah, well, not routine, but it's um, I don't know what word I'm looking for, man. I I just know that when I wake up, I have to do X, Y, and Z before I do. Kind of like a ritual, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, like I um, like like when I wake up in the morning, I I have to breathe. I have to focus on my breathing. Um, I you know I go get you know a big drink of water. I focus on my breathing. And then I have a cup of coffee, and then I take a shower. Yeah. So I, I don't know, I don't know, like w- w- what it is exactly, but it's some type of schedule. I forgot what the fuck the the word is. Um, but but I think that that that's cool that you you meditate when you need to, um, so you don't have a set schedule. Of, I try to listen like, to my body. I try to listen to my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. My mind starts to get you know a little a little discombobulated or a little fuzzy. I'm like, all right, let's meditate for a second. And like, what, what, when, um, when do you usually get fuzzy? 
Like what? Like what? what uh, on downtime, man. When I'm yeah. not doing something. Like really? Yeah, because I just have my mind's you know going at a million miles per minute, uh, for better or for worse. Do, do <laughs> you? Uh, do, do you sleep well? I sleep great. You sleep great. Okay. Yeah, because um, I will say like I sleep great. Do I always get the adequate amount of sleep? No. Yeah. But I I will say that once I actually do sleep, so I can see what you're saying. Like there's certain times where. It'll take me a minute to go to sleep. Yeah. And that's kind of where I, I can say, you know, I do. Um, that's when my mind is, you know, discombobulated or fuzzy. And I throw on some, uh, what is, oh, man. Uh, quick quick foray into the into that uh, accident story. Uh, uh, outstanding? About the Gap Band or no? Outstanding. <laughs> 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 uh, what is it? you knock me out? Dude, I'm telling you, man. Um, that, that's no, just- it's like affirmations. And I, I was... I was listening to it when I got into my bro, bad we, accident. Bro, we fucking uh, meditated together. Yeah, um, that was a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. bro, dude, dude. It was right after I got into a, a right sort of an accident fu- of itself anyway. Yeah, bro. Yeah. But and f- I was like, why am I going to stress over this, man? Your mom called in the middle of it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, man. Oh, man. The, dude, th- that time that we meditated together, man, god damn, were we both fucking stressed out at the time. Yeah. Man, and and that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I listened to my mind and I'm like, all right, it's time to meditate. We did that, hit a quick like 15, 20 minutes of straight meditation in the car, and it was great. What is it, man? Oh, here we go. It's um, Rising Higher Meditation on Apple Music. It's an hour and 31 minutes. Oh, okay. Um, it just literally goes by the name of I Am Abundant, Confident, and Inspired. Um, it is positive affirmations while you sleep. So a lot of times if I'm struggling to go to sleep, I'll put this on and just kind of like be thankful for everything. Just kind of listen to it listen to earth sounds and all that and it gets me going so oh man it's the fucking best dude all right man we are and i just want <laughs> dude i want to talk about this is the, the last thing i want to talk about b- before we get out of here um me you and jared flores <laughs> we went shopping one day um we went downtown and we went to what was the name of the shop you got your shoes there. Oh, um, so that was right before we went downtown. That was another thing. I have a great memory. I was talking about this with my mom like earlier today. You, you, like, you just remember everything. But yeah, long story short, um, we were on Fairfax first. Yes. We went ahead yeah. brunch. Um, got some great brunch. I had some chilaquiles. Had, had that, uh, bro, that sunny side up burger. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, exactly. my God, yeah, bro. Yeah. The greatest. Um, and then we went to uh, Fairfax afterwards. Yeah. Um, well, it was on Fairfax pretty much, like Melrose, Fairfax area. Yeah. Um, and Dude. we went to the Supreme store, so I wasn't even planning on it. I love sneakers. I'm a big sneakerhead, actually. Yeah. Um, but um, went to the Supreme store. And again, adapting to all situations at hand. There was obviously a line, so I knew that there was a drop happening. So I just acted like I knew what was going on. I walked up, and they're like, "Hey, what size do you need?" And I was like, "Twelve." <laughs> That's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, bro, and you I just were, acted like I knew what was going on. Bro, it was fucking hilarious. It was perfect bro. timing. Shout out Jared for even telling us to go to Supreme. Yeah, and I ended up with a great pair of sneakers. I got two pair. Um, I did sell one, and I did keep one. A pair of Air Force Ones, a Supreme Drop, just a nice little thing to have to my add to my rotation. Um, all white, crispy whites. I'll probably bring them to New York. I'm going to New York in a couple of weeks, something like that. So gorgeous, man! Um, I love those fucking shoes. Yeah, bro. no, they're great, and uh, that was a great time. And then we did a foray into downtown LA following that excursion. Yeah, um, man, and that was a great Dude, time so, as well. So th- that that's exactly that's what I wanted to talk about is that 
how? Oh, that what, one store you wanted to talk about. Though. Yeah, the one where I, you, we walked in and Homegirl was there. What's her name? Cindy. Yeah. Um. That that's that's what I wanted wanted to talk to you about. Is that like how often do you change your uh, your style when it comes to clo- clothing? Because I I don't. I'm straight up a man. Um, I'm always gonna. I dude. I, I have different pairs of shit, but it's always kind of you know different. Same thing. That's I, fine. I always have and and see and see. Wait, wait, hold up. I know it's fine, but I I want to know where you got your sense of like style from. So so like for me, for example, I'm always gonna wear boots. I'm always gonna wear skinny jeans. Always gonna wear a simple t-shirt. Always gonna wear a denim um, bomber leather jacket. Yeah. But you, you have like a rainbow of fucking everything. Yeah, you yeah. O- you always wear like I always have to pair, have to have a, a pair of boots on, and if they're not boots, they're gonna be dress shoes. But you have like, dude, you're just a sneakerhead. You got always different pairs of pants on, different shirts on. Like, where did that style come from? I guess it started in New York. I remember just being young in like junior high school and just like, you know, looking up to certain outfits certain you know designers certain you know fashion individuals um so new york definitely had a lot to do with it um but at the same time i'd say it's just kind of like what i'm feeling at that moment in time because like i mean i i I love like i love so i'll rock one of your outfits and i'll kill it yeah but like there's there were days where like when i was at the country club and i was also working with my brother in the music industry i would start my morning off in a beautiful suit, like beautiful suit. Like I, I vividly remember actually it was Thanksgiving of 2019. I was wearing a great suit. Um, it was almost like corduroy, plaid, um, brownish. And I changed in the car from like, oh, so I was looking dapper at the country club. Yeah. In a suit, killing that side of style. And I switched up to like some like, Stussy pants and like an off white t shirt and like Balenci's. <laughs> bro, that, dude, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> but you see bro. what I'm saying? Like, it's like I just, yeah, it, yeah, just yeah. it matches my energy that I'm feeling and I love to be versatile. Whatever, whatever, whatever type of, of what's the proper word? Um, whatever style, whether it's style, like smart yeah, casual, yeah. whether it's like streetwear, I'm gonna do whatever I can to stand out for myself though. It's not about getting other people's attention. I just Got love to you. express my energy. Got you. Through okay. my clothing. You know what I mean? Got you. Okay. So, like, I remember in high school, I was so interjected. Like, I, I was I was that kid who always, like, got straight A's, but then the report card would be, like, too talkative in class. Yeah. But, like, you know what I mean? So, in high school, I would wear, like, bright sneakers. I had bright sneakers. You might have seen some of them. Yeah. All my sneakers are not here in L.A. I had a lot of sneakers back on the East Coast. Wow. I had, like, bro. 75 pairs of sneakers back on the East Coast. Got you. So, so, so <laughs> you They were all bright. All bright. So, so your goal, like whenever you get dressed up and everything, you're trying to get like yourself, like you're getting yourself to stand out, but you want to, you want to get st- stand out because of yourself, not to get the attention of other people. Yeah. I want to express my, my feelings. I want to express my energy. Got you. Okay, bro. Dude, that, that's like literally. these pants right now. Like the shits are crazy, man. Dude, those fucking shits are so hilarious. It looks like a quilt. I'm wearing a quilt on my pants. God, man. What is this? I don't know, bro. Those those pants are fucking terrific, though, Thank bro. You. Yeah, it's like literally like a whole bunch of like random boxes. You, you're going to be rocking a uh, a sweater or no? I did bring Tonight? a sweater. I've learned. So I come back. 
I come back to LA and I'm really not sure what to believe. Because I'm seeing it's like 80-something degrees, so I'm thinking, all right, it's hot now. Like, summer's here. Oh, right? bro. But, so I pull up. But Next thing you know, I'm in it's, Glendale. It's fucking 60 fucking degrees outside, bro. Yeah, but like, cause, but there was one day in particular. Shout out Libby. She's a great TikToker, by the way. <laughs> Clout God in training. Libby yeah, Leah. Yeah, yeah. You guys might know. Yeah, um, yeah. What'd you call it? She had me hang out with her the other day. And we went to Cheesecake Factory. And I'm like, ugh. I'm like, it's 80-something degrees. Like, I'm wearing a T-shirt. Or no, I put on a long sleeve because I was still skeptical about dude, the weather. Next thing you know, hilarious. I'm freezing. Bro, the fucking Cheesecake Factory, dude. Yeah, that's cheesecake so factory. funny to me. I love cheesecake. Every time we go to... Shout out Libby. Every time we go to, every time we go to Cheesecake... Dude, is there any more fucking mango carts? Of course there's mango carts. Oh, bro. I'm going to have one. I fucking gave up beer this year. But you know what? I'm going to nah, fucking have one. culture. Libby Leah on Instagram. She's great. L I B B E Y L E A H. She's great. Got honey, ba- honey, her. baby, or no? No, no. Damn, bro, dude, dude, this is so fucking hilarious, bro, dude. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that the uh, whiskey's talking right now because I got, I got even, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, bro. To get me <laughs> dude, bro, I'm, bro. Oh man, I don't, I don't want to get you canceled, bro. But I'm honestly, bro, I'm having a fucking great time. If I have another. Whiskey or another uh, mango cart? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fucking buzzing it it's right go now. Go from the bro. sit and run to the to the, <laughs> to the fucking whiskey lounge cancellation bro. station. Oh yeah, bro. Um, but yeah, bro. Fuck it, dude. I'm gonna have a fucking mango cart with you. No, Cheers, course, my man. Yeah. Oh shit, dude. I love mango cart. Thank you for the host. This is southern hospitality right here. Yeah. You sure you're not from the south? <laughs> Alabama, baby. Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. Spent my dollar on beer. What's that song? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I fucking spilled it on my fucking money V-neck shirt. Uh-oh. Woo. I don't know how you're going to show up to Saddle Ranch now. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to Saddle Ranch, bro. No, no, but now you got a mango card on your shirt. I know, bro. But, dude, who, bro, whoever the fuck is uh, waitering tonight, it's over, bro. <laughs> I should start getting paid for these shout outs, but shout out my girl Natasha at Saddle Ranch and Alyssa. Oh, They're both dude. great. I love Natasha. I love um Alyssa. Oh my gosh, man. I love dude, that whole fucking vibe, man. It, it's it's, a great vibe. it's the best, man. Do you bro, do you remember um our first time doing uh Sunday um fucking Sunday brunch? Yeah, bro. Sunday yeah, brunch, man. It's the best, man. It, it bro, I, I'm telling you, man, if you guys are looking for a good time, Dude, Sunday, 11 o'clock, go to fucking Saddle Ranch, man. <laughs> it's it's the best, man. Dude, they, they have a fucking rainbow of uh, of a fucking... Um, of mimosas, yeah. Mimosas, there's like a yeah, whole yeah. different, like, there's a whole bunch of different... Shout out Saddle Ranch. And no, they're not paying me for this. But I just, <laughs> I like the vibe. Saddle Ranch and Berkshire, like, so like everybody knows, my parents know everybody. My parents are coming into town next week. And, and, and the first thing, the first thing they say is... You know we're coming in on a Wednesday, right? And my dad's upset. He's like, you know, we should have we should have came in. My dad is a deep voice. He's like, we should have came in earlier so we could have went to Berkshire House and got Wing Wednesday, <laughs> bro, bro, but, I, bro, I, bro. Wednesday when when they come, dude, I'm in, dude. Well, yeah, I'm in, yeah. Dude. But, no, I'm they're in. coming, so they're gonna be there late. That's the problem. So, but they know my routine so well that like <laughs> they're like, yo, like, can you bring home wings from Berkshire House on Wednesday? 
And I'm like, of course, like, you know, I got you. But yeah, I, I typically, I like to cook a lot. I love cooking. I made my own, how, talking about Chinese food, that's crazy. I made my own homemade orange chicken today. Really? Like, from like straight, like from chicken cutlet to like, I had the tempura, like I, I breaded the chicken, like everything. everything. Bro, dude, you're so fucking New I York, I made the bro. orange, I made the orange sauce like from scratch. I, yo, <laughs> I was squeezing an orange for the, for the orange sauce, for the orange <laughs> chicken. That's how real it was. Bro. But so I love to cook, but but everybody knows Wednesdays and Sundays, you know where to find me. Like <laughs> Yeah, bro. I'm at Berkshire or I'm at uh I'm at I'm at Saddle Ranch. So Yeah, man. And and honestly, man, um shout out to all of our waiters and waitresses, man. We tip, appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate Please tip you. your waiters and waitresses. Tip all of them. Please. And um fuck it, man. We're we're a fucking hour fifteen minutes in, so that's it, man. We gotta fucking call it a night. Dude, this is fucking AJ Howard. Oh man, dude. Shout out your your Instagram, your Snapchat, say them all. <laughs> um, Snapchat is a movie. I don't even <laughs> my, my Snapchat is like my low key spot. It's AJ was here in ninety eight. I was like two years old when I made this. So this the 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 was is spelled W A Z, you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but no, nah, my Instagram um is actually it's underscore AJ twenty two on IG. So you can you can see me there. I don't post all the time, but I post stories frequently, daily. Um, I like to express myself through stories. I'm very thankful for that. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just doing my thing, having a great time, enjoying the life. Um, got a got a couple things coming up. So yeah, man, ab- absolutely. Um, hit up uh, it's AJ underscore twenty two. Go to michaelstone.live on Instagram. MC Stone. Live on Snapchat and MichaelStone.live on my on my website, man. Um, yeah, Anderson in. Howard, bro. We're definitely gonna have a part two. Um, we, to it. bro, we got so much more to talk about, man. We just so much more. We just scratched the fucking surfaces uh, tonight, man. Barely. And uh, <laughs> and bro, we we have to go to fucking Saddle Ranch, man. Yeah. My name us. is Michael Caceres, and on the show we got fucking AJ Howard. Cheers, my man. And it's been a great fucking show, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you on. guys. Thank you.